Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Guys, welcome to the uh, Ask Me Anything series. This is episode 29. Um, Thank you all for coming on week in, week out. This is the number one place uh, on within my channels that I give where I give my time and I ask any of your questions relating to your social life, your dating life, and your personal development, right? Now, you know I have I've obviously been given some. Uh, I asked you guys to send me in some questions throughout the day, and we've we've received some questions. Great, I'm going to be answering them for you. And I do encourage you guys throughout the time that I'm going to be spending with you here right now to send in your questions, right? Send in your questions, drop them on the feed, and I'll answer them live uh, right here. Now, before we get into that, um, you know, I, I don't like to start things off with a, 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 the, the wrong tone, but I just need to get this off my chest, right? Um, as, as a lot of you people in the UK will know, there was a show that went out on the BBC last night, or it might even be tonight, but I got to see it on the BBC iPlayer. And um, it was a journalist that was exposing these pickup guys that were approaching women on the street with very questionable ethics, right? Very questionable ethics. Um, and I just want to kind of address that right now. Now, these individuals in question, uh, well, it's not in question. I mean, these guys are fucking idiots. They are fucking idiots. I'm, I I am infuriated with, with what I saw on this documentary. And even to look at their argument uh, as to, you know, thinking they were doing something right, they're just not. They're just not. For those of you that haven't seen it, um, you know, the journalist went undercover on a a pickup boot camp here in London where these guys who have a high level of social responsibility, when you're a coach, you have a level of social responsibility. You're making impact in someone's life, right? And one of the snippets that came out of this documentary was the fact that these guys were encouraging uh, their clients to go to speak to underage girls on the street, right? Now, what's underage? You you could argue what underage actually is, but if you really have to kind of question what someone's age is, you shouldn't really be approaching her, yeah? I have it with my clients when we're doing exposure therapy exercises all the time. You know, we might be out on the street and part of the exercise might be to interact interact with individuals and, and get over your social anxieties. And sometimes, you know, the client can't read it. And I'll, I'll, I'll always go, no, no, no. This, this girl is, 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 is not of the age. Um, so, you know, the, the, the ethics of these guys and, and, and the fact that they were almost like celebrating the fact that they were hiding cameras 
to 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 film their exploits of having sex with women to to show individuals i mean there is no need to to do such a thing there is no need to do such a thing there is no need to do that it's discriminating it's disgusting right i i am as someone that is a lover of women right and 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 does this to help women meet better men you know i i have i absolutely condemn these guys man these guys are fucking idiots uh, i'm infuriated with with what i saw um and 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 it really does hit a personal chord with me because i have a guy i have a guy who who is a client of mine and you know, he had told me that he had got coaching from these individuals. And um, it just so happens that he met this girl, and this girl that he, he met was in Brazil, right? And this was not under my coaching, by the way. And he flew over to Brazil, he met her, uh, you know, he's been speaking to her online for, for quite a while, met up in a hotel with her, had sex with her. She felt really cheap about it, right? Because it, she moved so quickly. And he really did like this girl, right? But she felt so cheap about it, she didn't want to speak to him again, right? I go, why did you do that? Like, why did you want to meet her at the hotel all the time? Why did you want to meet her at the hotel all the time? And it turns out it was something that these guys had fucking taught them. Now, this is the biggest regret this client has had, right? Being taught under this instruction to behave in that way, to move, to move in a way without rapport. It's disgusting, man. I'm fucking, you know, I, I, I am so passionate about what I do. So passionate about what I do. And you get these fucking goofballs, these ironically uneducated, socially unaware that completely played into the journalist's hands. It was so easy for these guys. I, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know why it took so long for these guys to get called out, right? You've got extremes in everything. You've got extremes in everything, right? And these guys are just fucking idiots, man. I'm, 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 I'm thankful there was a, you know, these guys got, got pulled because, you know, teaching that kind of stuff is, is a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke. And, um, you know, it leaves a bit of taste in my mouth because also it, it for, the, for the wider world, people look in and they think that anyone that is helping men, they're all like that. And, it, and it's not the case. It's not the case. In actual fact, let me tell you this. I have welcomed a female journalist this month, a feminist, to actually sit in one of my workshops, right? Now, people, people in, in, in that industry will, would, would never take that risk, would never take that risk. I am a lover of women, right? I love women and I take great pride and joy in helping people have healthier and fruitful relationships. And I do that from the ground up. There is, no short, there is no shortcuts to this. This is real hard transformational work, right? You, you see me, you've been following my stuff, you know the hours that I put in, right? 
it's um so so that's that's i just have to get off my chest guys you know and as i said as 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 for who I am, I, I love what I do. I've got I've got someone sitting in. I have great I have great relationships with women. I have great relationships with women who are feminists, right? And who have trusted me to to speak with with, with women and help women out. Rooms full of women. You know, you come to to one of my events, especially the events I do of killing kittens. I've 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 talked at events. We can't fit any more people in the room, men and women. Right? Everyone gets values from my talks. Okay? So I just needed, I just had to say something as that is kind of like really big out there at the moment. It's big in the media. Had to get off that off my chest. And again, just to confirm with you guys, like, you know, I'm one of the good guys, man. And I know you guys realize that because you're here every week. You know, there's not any misogynistic angles here or telling you to do any sort of cheap and dirty tricks. This, this is how you connect with people. I'm just breaking it down for you. Um, and you guys are getting value from it. You know, you guys are having great relationships. You're making some really positive changes in your life. And I'm, I'm really fucking, I'm grateful for having, you know, spaces like Instagram where I, where I can openly talk and help you guys. Okay. So anyway, sorry, <laughs> rant, absolute rant. Yes, I know. But being someone that's been oh, like coming up to 14 years of coaching in this industry, I, I had to pipe up and say something. I'm sorry, I, I really did. I, it wouldn't be credible for me to sit back and be all quiet, waiting for it to all blow over. Um, you know, I just had to get it off my chest. So anyway, guys, it has been a great week actually for me. I've been, um, it's been the, the Freeze Art Festival here in London. Um, I've really enjoyed seeing people's expression of art, learning more about art, getting more educated um, in, in that respect. Uh, it was a great social event. I took some friends there, um, as you probably saw on my Instagram. And um, yeah, it was, it, it was fantastic. And always be looking out for these things in the social calendar, guys, right? If you see these things in, hi, Arthur, I'm, I'm very well. Uh, thanks for joining. If you see these things popping up on your Instagram now and you've missed out on them, take note and um, put it in the calendar for next year. They're a great opportunity to meet new people and interesting people, right? And even more so if you're really in a line with um, the arts and, and culture or want to get more cultured, right? I think um, attending these sort of things only kind of um, make your conversations more interesting. It gives you more depth, right? So that's what I've been up to. I've been coaching my mentorship clients, um, you know, and I'm getting ready for LA. So guys, anyone, I just want to say this, anyone that wants to work with me uh, on a one-to-one -one basis and on a group basis, we've got two options in Los Angeles, uh, around Hollywood, November the 4th to the 10th, that's the week I'm going to be there. Okay, November the 4th to the 10th, that's when I'm going to be in LA. So if you're in the US, I don't want to hear excuses. Oh, I live in Dallas or I live in, I, I live in New York. Or I live in some, I don't give a fuck. I am not in the US every week, right? Jump on a plane, get yourself to LA on November the 4th to, to the 10th to meet me in person, right? At the least, come and do a meet and greet with me, right? You know, it's great to have this online relationship with you guys every week, but it's going to be so much better to actually meet you guys in person and actually, you know, get to grips with some some 
some tips and, and some, some sticking points that you actually have, okay? Hi, Barbsy, thanks for coming back on. Hope you're well. Didn't catch you this week, but I am catching you on Thursday for your, is it Thursday? I have to double check my calendar, but that's in my diary to Mandrake, yep. Most interesting man, good to have you back. Hi, Kevin. Uh, hi, Juliano, Igloo. Let me just scroll up, because as I was ranting hard, I did miss a lot of questions that were just, Missy get fit, thanks for calling them out. Sure thing, I mean, you know, I just, I just can't sit back and, you know, put up with that shit. I, Safari, I Jiu-Jitsu, it's May, hi Compton, hi Shibano. Right, let me just, please, 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 just scrolling up. Right, right, right. Oh, sorry guys, bear with me. And look, as I'm scrolling up, just throw in your questions on the feed. If you have anything that's kind of bothering you this week in your social and your dating life, or has just been continually to, to bother you, um, now is your opportunity to ask me and let's see if we can get a fix on it. Okay, right. First one. Uh, have... So Savannah says, have you ever tried noir fragrance from Bath and Body Work? No, I haven't. I mean, that was, I don't know. No, odd question. Babies, uh, no, 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 that's not a question. Antonio asked me, what good performing books do you recommend? Performing books. I'm a bit kind of lost as to, to what you mean by that, Antonio. Um, firstly, I'm going to recommend my book because why the hell not? Go on to Amazon.com and type in Elite Seduction, Johnny Cassell. That should be the first book to add to your reading list. Um, second, if you want to really kind of dive deep into the mind, I would recommend a book called uh, The Science of Acting by Sam Kogan, okay? I recommend this all the time when people are asking me what books to recommend. It's not gonna be one that someone in this kind of field is probably gonna recommend to you because it's not in the self-help section, right? Um, but this is a book that if you read it like once, twice, three times, you're still getting some really good nuggets out of it, okay? So take a look at those two books, first of all, Get a book on body language, get a book on leadership language. Um, yeah, Robert Caldini's um, book on influence and persuasion is, is, is a great one. Uh, get that on your shelf. Uh, let me just look fast and see what books I could kind of recommend as well. Um, what have we got here? I want you guys to be good with money. Okay, I don't teach stuff about money, okay? That's not my area of expertise. I'd happily be able to refer you guys on to people. Um, but I, I, we gotta look at it like this, like getting good with money is instrumental to having more choices in your lifestyle. So a really good book to get your head around that is one that uh, really got Warren Buffett into the investing game. And that one is called The Intelligent Investor. Okay, I really want you to get that on your reading list also. Uh, what else have we got? I mean, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad books, they're classics, again, for educating yourself in that department. 
Uh, what else have we got? The Social Animal. It's a very good book. Get The Social Animal. I can't see who it's by from sitting here, um, but that's a good one. It's another great book I've really enjoyed. It's called Click, okay? Um, again, it talks about different like social, social dynamics, how to build rapport with people. And I really like this one, Flipnosis. Flipnosis, I think if I remember correctly, um, it gives great reference of how the FBI and the CIA and people like that, they, how they build rapid rapport with individuals in perhaps like hostage situations, um, suicide situations. You know, I mean, this is a really unique skill to possess. If you can build instant and deep rapport with someone very quickly, um, there's a lot of power to that, you know? There's a lot of power to that. So um, whether someone's um, feeling vulnerable, you know, they, they kind of need help. You know, if you've got the ability to kind of speak to people and put their mind into a more positive state, that's a fantastic quality to have. And even in, in just like a sort of party situation or a gathering situation, you know, to, to, to have that sort of knowledge um, can really perk up the mood, right? So those are some books that I'd love for you to go and um, check out, okay? Zohoop says, how to have a good sense of humor. You could, first of all, I mean, just kind of start um, creating, creating a, a watching list of, of comedy uh, to, to, to watch. I mean, there's a whole lot of great stand-up on um, Netflix at the moment, or even YouTube, you know? I mean, there's endless videos on, on YouTube. Uh, but I think a really great exercise to do for yourself, and this is what I kind of do to develop wit, is if you feel yourself being stifled in conversation, what I mean by that, where someone kind of throws something at you and you don't have something back to say, ask yourself this question, what would I say if that was said to me next time, right? What would I say if that was said to me next time? And what you find yourself doing is actually becoming more creative with your comebacks and your wit, okay? So that is humor. Uh, another thing you can do is actually um, take a drama class or an improv class, right, to really kind of get those creative juices flowing even more so. I mean, I think the exercises and the challenges that you'll face on a course like that is you'll be thinking on the spot, right? You're, you've got to think on the spot with, with comebacks and, um, y you know, relating certain topics to things that you're seeing. And, and again, anything that kind of gets you thinking more creatively like that is going to help. What I find myself doing as well is picking up on people's mannerisms, right, and, and sort of odd behavior in, in sort of a jokey way. So, for example, I was at um, boxing tonight and um, was just doing a bit of light body sparring and I was actually doing some body sparring with a female. And she had a weird stance and I picked up, it was more of a kickboxing stance rather than a boxing stance. And I, I just sort of started laughing and she goes, what are you laughing at? I go... It, your stance is so funny. It's just like you're like a little bit drunk. You know, we're, we're, we're kind of like having a laugh about it. But, you know, you, you've really got to, you can't overlook the fact that humor is a great connector. It's a fantastic connector, right? And more often than not, it might be the fact that you're humoring yourself. You've seen something and you're, you're humored by it. And then you share that, um, you know, pocket of humor with someone. And then obviously, you know, uh, rapport is built that way. Okay, so 
just just be on the lookout for those sort of opportunities. And again, yeah, if you're completely um, in the dark of how how to really kind of have a sense of humour, look at people who do have a sense of humour and look at people that are actually paid to make people laugh, right? And then you kind of see what it is um, uh, that 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 kind of is is the rhythm of of, of telling jokes and and. Um, having that aura about yourself okay so thanks Zahub. I think that's a great question uh, who else we got on here hi Jiu Jitsu guy hi James good to see you back on and it's good to meet you this week as well James uh, took a session off me this week in person that was great really did workshop some sticking points out of the situation Careful. Sarah, 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 like commenting on my rant. She goes, also the thing where if you're dealing with people's psychology, you've got to be careful. Absolutely. I mean, it's all about ethics. It's all about ethics. When you're dealing with people, right, and you want to guide them on the right path, you've also got to make sure your ethics are in the right place, right? And these guys that I was talking about, they just, you're just clearly not. And the fact that when they were getting called out by the journalists at the end, there was completely in denial of it. I mean, just it just showed complete immaturity. You know, just just hold your hand. I mean, you you, you you're in the wrong. I mean, I, anyway, we 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 shelf now. I don't want to go back into that again. Hi, Arthur. Right. Yeah, I'm good, Arthur. It's good to have you. Uh, good to have have you on. From Morocco, fantastic. Good to have you on from Morocco. Okay, Arthur's going to contact me for his course after Christmas. Good. Hi, Scott. It'd be good to have an update from you. You had to give us a great update last week. I hope you're really kicking ass this week again. Um, how's it going with the Lithuanian girl? We'd love an update on that. Hi, Hosen. Joy, yeah, ask me about my thoughts on the BBC documentary. I just, if you want to replay this again, I, I really went into a hard rant on my thoughts on, on that documentary and um, in short I completely condemn these guys you know like I said their ethics and values are completely in the wrong place um, even that Asian guy at the beginning as well I mean it was just like it was so cringe it was so cringe um, these guys are just they don't get it they do not get it you know um, they may you know they've read a few books and they're, they're, they're out there coaching it's it's um Oh, it's, 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 it's leaving a bad taste in my mouth watching that, really. Um, do you think there is ever... Hey, man, do you think there is ever helping the insoles and neck bits? What's a neck bit? I haven't heard that expression before. Can you enlighten me what that is? Um, the insoles, of course I know what, what, what they are. Um, look, everyone can be helped. Okay, everyone can be helped. You've just got to be willing. And that's all I need from a client, right? And the most difficult thing for, for, for a client is for them to actually step up and say, yes, I need help. You know, that, that is probably the most difficult thing for, for, for a client. But once they are in my presence, once they have committed to the process, by definition, we can help you. I mean, I, I maintain a 100% success rate. I'm gonna say that again. I have a 100% success rate. How do I do that? I coach every single individual that comes onto my programs. That's how, yeah? There is no way that someone's gonna leave my process, my programs, not being able to do something they, they weren't able to do before, you know? So, 
everyone, everyone can be helped. You've just got to be willing, you know? Um, I, I would love to, to speak in a room full of these guys to inspire and motivate them and, and change their perspective on certain things to get them across the line, to, to live a bit more healthier and happier, happier life, you know? Um, it's sad. It's sad when they get to the, to the state that they're in where they, you know, they, they feel like they're hopeless and they've got no fortune with women. You know, I mean, look, let's summarize it, you know. I, I posted it on my Instagram as a, on my story this uh, last week. You know, what, what was it? Your, your, whatever you think becomes your reality. You know, your thoughts become your reality. So if you think that you're hopeless with women and women don't love you, women are never going to love you, women aren't going to like you, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, because you're projecting that. You know, so we've really got to help pe these people change their mindset. We've got to change their outlook on, on, on life, you know, and that's, that's, that's something that I do. Hi, Josh. Hi, Lala. What are you talking about, DVD, buddy? Um, <laughs> DVD. Are we still watching? Do people still watch DVDs? I mean, is that a thing? It's like I, I, my friend was selling CDs at his concert the other day. And he goes, yeah, yeah, van drivers still have CD plays in their vans. I go, okay, well, DVDs, man. Fresh Moorfield, hello. Kevin Martello, how do, I make a f how do I make female friends? I ended my friendship with my best friend because we argued and she can be so critical and curse me out and I called her out for it. And I lost my friendship with her. It'd be interesting to know what you argued about and if she was being a good friend, because I would say if a good friend is telling you the truth, which is often something that you maybe don't want to hear, your, your body probably responded in a defensive manner. So therefore you pushed her away. Um, if you want to reconcile with this, if I am right on that assumption, and you want to reconcile with this individual, perhaps uh, I would suggest reaching back out to her and thanking her, thanking her for being a true friend and being open and honest with with you, and pointing out um, some some things that you know that she wasn't too fond of you. In actual fact, the world would be better if you had more of these people that were being real around you, right? You don't want to have people around you just blowing smoke up your ass, right? So I always value people that are critical to me. I don't want to, I don't want people telling me, I mean, I'm, I'm always grateful for people being appreciative and, and, and really, um, you know, thanking me for, 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 for giving my time and, and helping them, of course. But for my closest friends, for my inner circle, I'm looking for people to tell me my flaws, right? So really value people like that. Don't push them away. I mean, if you look at it, it's your ego, it's your ego, you know, your ego, uh, is the idea you have of yourself. And if someone is tampering with that idea you have of yourself, then of course you're gonna get defensive. But the reality is they're picking up on your blind spots. <laughs> what you've got there, Kevin, is actually, you know, your, your, your low key social coach. <laughs> yeah, so, so be thankful for, for these people in your life. All right. Hi, Catalin. Hi, Sogal. Arthur, do I do a DVD? No, I don't do a DVD, buddy. Um, we're working on a video product at the moment and um, we will have an online video format portal for, for people to, to learn from. Um, so that is something that's in the pipeline, but it's a very big project. So this is gonna get, take a bit of time 
to get out there, especially with all my coaching commitments I've got at the moment, you know? So my, my coaching uh, is priority, but we are, we are working on it. Hi Lydia, hi Vianney, hi Kayan, hi Dolph Diggler, love that handle. Hi Nina. Baby Chico Chica asked me, am I married? What do you think of me if I say I'm 30, but I look like I'm 18 and I'm in love with women? She is 43, is that normal love? Sorry, let me slowly read this again, I'm a bit confused. What do you think of me? What do you think if I say I'm 30, but I look like I'm 18? God, that's a huge age difference. That's a huge age difference. That's, that's my thoughts initially. Um, oh, sorry, you're 30. Okay, you're 30, but you look 18. I got it, I got it. Love comes in all shapes and sizes. You know, and I think you being 30 and her 43, I mean, you have to ask yourself in the next decade, what do you want, right? Do you want children? Do you want to have a family? Her being 43, you know, um, you got to weigh up what's going on here. I mean, you, you got to be real. You got to be real with this, okay? You may be caught up all emotionally and, and get caught up in, you know, the, the, the sex or whatever, whatever's kind of, um, keeping you attracted to this situation, but let's think long term also, okay? Let's think long term also. Is this going to work long term? Is this going to work long term? That's what I want you to ask yourself. You know, could you have a family with this woman? Does she want to have a family, or does she already have her own family and she's kind of out of that now? Would she be open to, um, to to having children again? You know. Or is that not even a concern for you? Because if that's not even a concern for you, then, you know, just enjoy it. You know, enjoy it. Like, love comes in all, all, all shapes, sizes, colors, ages, you know. Um, yeah. So that's my answer to that one. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Leo. Hi, Satya. Yes, Satya, you can ask a question, no problem. Hi, Jeremy. Sarah asked me, to me, what is the most attractive quality in a person? That's a very good question, Sarah. The most attractive quality in a person. For me, um, it's, it's not one, but it's, it's, it's several. You know, and, and the one that is stands at the top of the list is for someone that is, is, is challenging. I don't mean a challenge. I mean is challenging, right? Not passive. Because let's be honest, if you're in the presence of someone that is passive with their attitude, you know, you just get used and abused, right? And you're not reminded of where the line is. You're not reminded of each other's values. And therefore, you lose, you, lose, um, you lose respect for that person. Therefore, you've lost the attraction. So for me, what I find is most attractive is when someone can push back. Yeah? When someone can push back and can remind you you're fucking up, right? Or that you're, um, you know, you're, you're not keeping in the line with the code, right? The relationship code or whatever. Because um, that tells me they respect themselves. You know, and with that 
comes a level of confidence. And I think confidence is very sexy. You know, it is very attractive. You know, I, I really do. For someone that loves themselves, and not like an egotistical way, I mean, you know, there will be a slight bit of ego there for sure, but I mean, loves themselves, takes care of themselves, um, you know, and, 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 and is outward with that as well. Is caring, they're giving, you know, they're forward thinking, you know, they're driven, they are open-minded, they've got a sense of different cultures, they've traveled, um, you know, they, 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 they appreciate the important things in life, you know, they, these are all attractive qualities for someone. Um, so yeah, God, you have me drifting away there, Sarah, in my thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, good question and a, and a nice gentle reminder for the for the guys on the guys and girls listening. Uh, yeah, I'm a justice. Welcome. Good to have you back, Oliver. Good to have you here, buddy. Hope your coaching's going well. Hi, Arthur. So please, please, in contact with me as I want to to a course. Arthur, I got you on my list, buddy. Don't worry. We're gonna make sure we get a course. Um, under your belt, but Arthur, what I will say is this, we need to start your um, planning now, right? If we wanna get it, get it after Christmas, we need to start planning now. That means we need to get your payment plan sorted out, okay? So we need to have a serious conversation about that to get it across the line, otherwise it's just gonna be something that's just in the air and it'll never happen, okay? Kevin says, well, she said spiritually, Spirituality is going to help me with my anxiety. And I said, I'm religious. I'm, I'm, I'm religious, confused about religion and spirituality. Sorry, Kevin, what is this about? Um, in, in terms of spirituality, in, in terms of helping of anxiety, what I'll say is um, meditation can really help with anxiety. And it's actually something that I often get my... Um, clients who I'm working with to perhaps do before they move into a social situation, right? If they're attending a party perhaps or they're going out and they're just overthinking or they're still thinking about some problem they was dealing with at work, then I'll have them just kind of, you know, just go for a few breathing exercises in their room or, you know, wherever they are, just taking five or ten minutes out so they can have a clear mind, be present and allow themselves to be actively listening to actual people and, and, and really get a vibe going from, um, from what's going on, yeah? So don't knock spirituality. I think it's just kind of um, misunderstood because it's a word that's thrown around so much and you might associate it with, you know, people doing, um, you know, ecology uh, protests and all this kind of business. Um, I'm sure they are certainly in touch with spirituality, but that, that's not what it kind of is, you know. Spirituality is an observation of oneself. Yeah, that's what spirituality is all about. So, um, you know, and I'm saying that because I was ignorant, okay? I'm saying that because I was ignorant. I was knocking um, spirituality for years, you know, and just kind of like ignoring it and um, ignoring um, meditation and all this kind of stuff until I embraced it and um, allowed myself to address my ignorance and, and realize there's actually a very, there's some great tools within it, yeah? So, yeah, 
look into it, mate. It will help you. Hosen says, do you have any tips for talking to girls on Bumble, Instagram, Tinder? I can talk to anyone in person and get them laughing just fine. It's the internet where I can't seem to keep their interest. First of all, what I will say is you have to have a good landing page, right? Like any, like any offer, right? It needs to be dressed up properly. It needs to communicate who you are. It needs to communicate your values. Um, you know, um, what else can I suggest for you? I, 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 I would suggest this. You, that my, my tactic is to be able to like get them off the, um, and it's funny because it's very, I'm glad you've asked this question because it comes very fresh from a conversation I literally had last night with a dear friend of mine who does do a lot of online dating and he, he echoed, you know, what I, what, what, what my theory on it is. And it's just like, you just got to get them on the phone, right? Get them on the phone, get the, get them off the, the, uh, the platform and get them on the phone, right? Because there's too many people, uh, messaging them, right? I, I, it's no exaggeration. I've seen females, um, women, women's, uh, online dating accounts and they are getting bombarded with messages, right? So if you get in a match, or you've reached out to someone, the strategy is always gonna be, you know, actually having a conversation on the phone because you can actually learn a lot more about someone, right? She doesn't want a pen pal. She's got, she's got a dozen of those already, or maybe two dozen of those already, right? She actually wants to have a meaningful conversation with someone, okay? So my rule is this, like texting is for flirting or sorting out logistics with regarding the date or the meetup. Yeah, it's not for conversation. Be brave, pick up the phone, you know? There's very few men that do this and that it, it really rubs me up the wrong way when I hear my clients not doing that, you know? It's personable, yeah? It, it's emotive, yeah? Sure, you can be emotive through your messaging, but it's something quite special when you hear someone's voice, yeah? Like you can anchor more emotion to hearing someone, seeing someone, seeing someone. You might want to incorporate a bit of FaceTime later on. Um, Hosen, I actually have an online dating guide book on my website. Go to johnnycassell.com forward slash products and um, you can check it out. You know, there's some lots of tips in there that can help you on your way, okay? All right, buddy, so thanks for that question. Hi, Oscar. Hi, Koja. Okay, Sarah, great. Good, good, good to, good, good to have you on. I love the new profile picture, by the way. It looks looking uh, very fresh. Um, but God bless you. I have, uh, Zoheep says, what is the best way to use 100% of the book, Elite Seduction? Well, if you've got a copy of my book, the best thing to do is actually read it from start to finish because I've deliberately... I deliberately wrote the book in such a way where we go through mindset. And once your mindset's in the right place, then you're able to have decent conversations. Then you learn about uh, what is an impactful conversation structure, right? And there's actually exercises, little exercises to go out and do and incorporate in your everyday life. You know, these would, these would, be, these would be interactions you may already have been having anyway, and these would make them uh, a lot more fruitier, you know, and actually, have you coming across as your true, more interesting self, okay? So 
do it. Just do. Be a doer. Be a doer, right? There's no point picking up another book, watching another video, doing this, doing that. You are delaying. You are delaying, you know? You are delaying yourself. You're just, you know what you're doing, right? Do. Read the book. Read the exercises and do them chapter by chapter, okay? There's a lot of inspirational stories in there. There's a lot of... um great reference in that book that will really motivate you to go out there and become become better at who you are okay so just apply yourself that's that's, that's that that is the biggest kind of uh message i can give you apply yourself hi jasmine hi marco good to have you on buddy hope you're enjoying the content it's good to meet you at that event um some time away no actually uh hi posh deco uh, Kevin says it just got really bad, but she can overly she can be overly critical. Oh, that's what you were talking about. Yes, the the girl who's being critical of you, she can be overly critical of me, but that's how real she is. And I just got sensitive, and anxiety had be was too tough on me, and I got mad at her. Well, let's look, Kevin. The great thing about it is, you know, you admit that you become sensitive, right? So look, just go in there. Be, you know, go back in there and reconcile, you know, take the upper hand, you know, take the social initiative and thank her. I will say that again, just thank her for being critical with you, okay? Um, and, and remind her that she's a great friend, right? And I think that will surprise her, how mature that you, how mature you've been to come back and um, sort of mend that situation. I think that is a very, very um, mature and intelligent thing to do. So um, I would encourage that, Kevin. I PJ. Uh, hi, Goots. Goots says, I believe a woman's body is sacred to her. What do you think of dating an exotic dancer? If you truly cherish that woman, would you allow her to continue that work for money? Whew. Very good question. Um, you've got to ask yourself, first of all, I think you need, does she enjoy it? Does she enjoy it, or it's just something she's doing to make some money? And soon, you know, she, she she's looking for an exit. I mean, that's what you kind of, kind of is. It is it a passion of hers? Um, because if it's a passion for for hers, then I think that it would be very selfish for you to take her out of her passion, right? I think um, you've got to be comfortable with what she what she does. I mean, you you obviously. You obviously do think think um, you, you know she's she's a bit of a goddess, right? Um, it's it's a real difficult one. You've got to ask yourself. You know, are you comfortable with with dating a girl that is getting paid to dance in such ways for money? Um, you know, it's quite a niche you're getting involved in there. Um, it's a conversation. It's it's a conversation you've got to have. I'm asking myself, would I? allow the woman that, I, that I'm with to, to continue doing something like that. I think I'm so secure with myself in my psychology that if I found myself in a position to meet a woman like that and I genuinely was fond of her, I genuinely got on with her, um, I guess I, I, and she loved her job, I guess I would, I guess I would. And I, I almost find myself feeling surprise a little bit me me saying that but no i just feel like you know where i'm at with my psychology and, and the security i have of myself i think yeah yeah why not you know but 
it's a completely different story if she wants to get out of it, you know, then help her get out of it, you know, but she needs to feel secure, right? Right, who else we got here? Kevin's still throwing a question at me. She said, I'm not talking to you, and I thought that was the end of her friendship, so I blocked her, but as you said, it was my ego, and we would always argue because she could be tough and accuse me. Yeah, just let it cool down, buddy, and then go back in and, and, and sort it out. I, Alex, I write purists, welcome back. Baby's Chico Chaka says, I have a dating website and I'm wondering what is the efficient way to promote it without spending money in ads? Sorry if this question was irrelevant. Well, um, interesting one. What is the most effective way to promote it without spending money on ads? Mm. Mm, 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 mm. That's an interesting one. That's an interesting one. Well, I, I would first of all use social media anyway because everyone is on social media and I would create content like I do, you know, and just, just it's that is based on, based, based on your product based on your product and, and um, get it in front of the right people. Get it in front of the right people, you know? Um, you know, I mean, I, it's a shame that you don't want to spend money in ads because the whole Facebook ads and Instagram ads is, is very efficient. It's super laser, uh, tar you know, it's, it's laser targeting, you know, it, it's very efficient. And I think that'd probably be the quickest way to build up your, um, your 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 following and your your users okay um but listen that's not really kind of my thing i mean you could kind of look at what i do and maybe um maybe this maybe this maybe you could invite people for instagram live or you could you could invite people for interviews that are relevant in in regards to people that you want to target the age group and the demographic and um, you know, maybe make some videos on YouTube and, and get them flying around. Um, you know, it's all about getting some attention and uh, some brand association. Salavice, cool portfolio personal. What is important in life? Satya says, what is important in life, relationship or money? Hmm, I'd say, it's important, your, what is important is your relationship you have with money, right? Because that, again, I've said this earlier, can give you a lot more lifestyle options. Um, but look, it all, it all depends also on, the, on, on what, what one is used to, what sort of um, lifestyle one is used to, you know? I mean, if you're dating up, right? If you're dating up in regard, meaning, you know, someone is come from better beginnings than you, or they, they, their past partners have, have given them a luxurious lifestyle, then, you know, it's very difficult to then try and get them to date down on a dramatic level, right? And believe me, I've done, I've been in situations there in the early days where I was, I, I had the ability to attract women that uh, were, were doing really well, were doing really well. They're really ahead in their career. 
And I just wasn't quite where I am in my career, you know, so I wasn't really kind of on their level, but I was still able to kick it with them. I was still able to have a great time. I was offering them something different. Um, but when it, you got to think of the long-term, the long-term uh, game with it all, you know? I think this, I think this, like it's not to be selfish. When you're making financial decisions, Again, I said this the other week. It's not to think how much have I got to earn this week to pay the rent. It's how much have I got to earn this week or this month to look after my whole entire family, right? And not just your family. I'm talking your extended family. And then what that does, it saves the mind from wasting time on stupid decisions and and you move you move it into to thinking about bigger decisions and you have you're making bigger financial goals and you're making you're taking more calculated calculated risks and the result of that you you're going to have more options in your lifestyle right therefore you know you, you're going to have better things to do in your relationship okay so thanks for asking that question i hope that helps Hi, Ognico. Hi, Faisal. Good to have you on, buddy. Hope you're well. Hi, Sniper Wolf. Hi, Kervin. All right, let's see what else. What other questions we had earlier? Okay. Kevin asks, how do I make female friends? This is a great question. Uh, first of all, it's a great question, and I'm going to say this. If you're not around women, you are not learning about women. So... Put yourself in more environments where women are likely to be in, okay? And that's the first step, right? Now, what could they be? What could those things be? What sort of gym activities are you doing? What sort of gym classes are you taking? You know, again, I just said, I've been, I've been doing boxing and actually there's a few women that have taken the boxing class, you know? We have a chat, we have a laugh, you know, they become friends on, and that's Tuesday night. So actually come from the boxing tonight. And um, on Wednesdays, I do yoga, right? I'm probably one of three guys in a class, a class of, um, you know, maybe, maybe 20, or, of 20 in there. So there's a lot of women there. Now, if you, get, if you go to these classes and you may arrive five minutes earlier, you might just open up an opportunity to have a chat, right? And you might really get on with them and you know what? You might stay in touch, right? over the course of going there through several months, you know, you might build further rapport with them. Or you might get opportunity to speak to other members. You might, you might stay, stay, stay there for, for five minutes after the class. You might have a cafe in the, in the gym or the sports center, right? You could pick up a coffee there and you might get chatting to the staff there, right? I'm just using this gym as an example because we all look after ourselves. Well, I hope, you know, if you're not, you should be. And it's just, it's just an every, say, every week sort of opportunity that we all have. Okay, so start making more social decisions that are geared towards you being around more women. Therefore, you you know the byproduct of that is you're going to start conversations with these with these women and and you're going to uh, maintain friendship. If you follow the conversation modeling and and what I talk about in my book, you'll be well on your way for, to come across as someone interesting. Right, we're all interesting guys. You know, just some of us are better at. Um, sharing our story than our others or, or being better listeners, right? And being, or being curious, you know, that, that being more curious than others. Right? We've all got it in us, but sometimes we're just not turned on, 
right? <laughs> Double entendre there. <laughs> All right. So thanks for that question, Kevin. Right. We got who else? Goots. Oh God. Um, thank you, uh, Chico Chica, and good night. Goots. What's a simple way to develop consistency and commitment in the dating relationship? Um, great question. I think as well, it's like learn, I said this earlier on, I think, learn each other's rhythm, learn each other's patterns of, oh, sorry, I've already done my back in from the from from session. God, no joke, I actually fell on my bloody kitchen floor. It took me ages to get up. Um, <laughs> so, God, I'm getting old. What's a simple way to develop consistency and commitment in the dating relationship? Yeah, so learning each other's rhythm, um, you know, being real with each other. Again, I say this every week. If you if you don't like something about someone, or someone behaves in a way that, I mean, especially in the early days of a relationship, you're you're sensing that someone is um, behaving in a way that is not respectful, right? It's very important to to call them out on this early on, because failing to do so and just living in your head, assuming that they'll figure out in the end is going to be detrimental to your relationship, right? Again, what, what's the advice out there? What's the, what's the vague advice? The vague advice is to have a great relationship is all about having great communication, right? And this is what we're talking about, yeah? You've got to call each other out on behaviors that you don't like, otherwise they're gonna persist throughout, right? You've got to remind each other or communicate to each other what, you're, what, what you'd like, you don't like, your desires, your fantasies, your, you know, how you want to communicate to each other, what sort of level of um, uh, communication is important to you. You just need to communicate your values, what's important to you, okay? Um, and the commitment, just being there, you know, being kind gestures, you know, for, for, towards each other, kind, you know, because, you know, it's these little things. When, when, when you hear the vague advice of, oh, it's the little things that matter, right? It really is that. It's like when you're walking past like a shop window or something, or you know, you, you see some flowers and you think, oh yeah, it'd be really good to get us some flowers. And then that would just become a passing thought and you, you just didn't, you just didn't action that. Then why, why not, you know? It, it, this, this is like the romantic element, you know? It, it, it's actually actioning these little things. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot of things that we're, why you get commitment. Like it's, you get commitment because the things that she's experienced in the relationship, she's not getting elsewhere, you know? And she's, you're not gonna get everything inside the relationship. I think it's been ridiculous to think one relationship, you know, with one individual can offer us everything. It will offer you the most important things, yeah? That, 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 that are important to you. The others we get in our, in our social circles, in our friendship groups, right? And if there is an important thing that you're that, that's missing in a relationship, again, it needs to be communicated. It needs to be spoken about. You can't live in your head and assume that it's all going to be figured out at some point. It just isn't. It isn't. Okay. So thanks for the question. I hope that has been of value to you, buddy. Well, we have got like two or three minutes left on this. Um, what's a great way to open? Ognika says, "What's a great." Way to open a woman for conversation. Um, I, I love using assumptions. Right? Let's look like your environment always gives you clues, right? As to what you could perhaps talk about. 
right? Everyone, remember, everyone is from somewhere, right? Everyone may have an accent. Maybe someone's looks like they have, uh, you know, a certain heritage about them, right? Be curious, be curious, and perhaps ask them, you know, well, I'm really curious, like, where's your heritage from, right? Be curious. And, you know, everyone's favorite subject is themselves. So as soon as you flip the, the, the dialogue of the conversation towards her, the subject about her or him or whoever, the other, right? Oh, God, my back. Then, um, you know, the engine is going to start ticking over and you're going to have, you know, you're going to have a lot, of, a lot of content to talk about. Okay. Again, get my book. It's on, it's on Amazon, Elite Seduction, Johnny Cassell. And um, I've got a whole, I've got great material in there um, for you to become a master conversationalist. I really have. Ask Ben. Ben, uh, on the call, he took one of my workshops and he's doing great. He's in PR and he's, he's, um, he's meeting a lot of people. He's, he's become a great influencer, very influential um, and a great leader. It's been great to see him grow over the years. So good to have you on, Ben. Hope you're well. Howdy, Edge. Hi, Sniper Wolf. Yep, everyone has something to offer. God, I'm so sorry, guys. We've got one minute 33, and I can see you've got three questions here that still needs answering. Could you, could you maybe like, save these questions and ask them to me next Tuesday, and we'll, we'll get that done for you guys? Um, guys, it was a bit of a different um, episode today. Started off with a bit of a heavy rant from myself, but I think, again, it was needed. Um, you know, my workshops, this is my birthday month, okay? It's my birthday next week, so... Um, that's probably why my body's telling me that it's I'm getting older right now. But, um, you know, I got a workshop on the 26th of October here in London, but I'm really kind of rooting for the LA stuff right now. You know, 4th to the 10th, it's your only opportunity to see me in the US this year, okay? Um, I've really cut down my traveling this year to focus on things here, but that is going to be a fantastic opportunity to meet me, and I can't accept everyone, okay? So it is by application only. Uh, go to my direct messages now. Message me if you're interested and want to learn more about it. And you'll go for a vetting process and we might be able to get you booked on. Okay? All right, guys. Have a lovely evening and enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you again next Tuesday. God bless you guys. Take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.